This is a Nine Block Radio podcast. For more, go to www.nineblockradio.co.za. Hello and welcome to the second edition of Wines of the Cape. I'm Susan and I'm going to be going to the various wine farms in the Cape and giving you feedback on what they're all about. So if you're looking out for ideas on where to go, Follow us on social media and we'll soon be your go-to for which farms are most suitable to your wants for a great day out. We're on Instagram of Wines of the Cape and on Facebook of Wines of the Cape as well. Our second podcast is about Sarensburg in the beautiful village of Tilbach. This is a really lovely farm with 16 cottages ranging from two to four sleepers set a little back from the main building. They do have a venue that they use for weddings of up to 50 people or conferences of up to 40 as well. Sarensburg is well known for their amazing art and the statues are on display from when you turn into the gate. There's statues in the gardens and in the tasting room which adds a lot of interest to a visit. The tasting room has two large tables for indoor tasting and many tables outside on the veranda. They have a large lawn area with huge old trees providing shade so it's a great place for smaller children. There's no dedicated play area, but the, t- the tasting area overlooks a beautiful lake which adds a certain amount of tranquility to the setting. So it's a great place to while away an hour or two while you taste the wines and the children run around on the lawn. I was very fortunate to meet the winemaker, Deerwald Haynes, and have a tour behind the scenes from the sorting area right through to the barrel room. Deerwald has a slightly different approach to many winemakers, and he's going to tell you a little bit about that himself. Yeah, I think as a, as a seller, we do things a little bit differently compared to most. Um, obviously, we pick uh, quite early in the morning. We start 4 o'clock. Uh, then we go through a, a, a cooling process called force cooling, where we cool down the grapes to 4 degrees Celsius within an hour or two. The first seller to do so in South Africa uh, and probably the world that I know of. Uh, then we go through a, a hand sorting system where we hand sort the individual uh, bunches. And berries, uh, we obviously de-stem the grapes as well, and the hand sorting will remove the, the green stems and the raisins, removing the, uh, the green tannin component uh, that you get from the stems, and we remove the uh, overripe porty kind of flavors uh, with the raisins that might be in the bunches. We do that almost 24 hours a day with different teams, very slow, uh, one and a half tons per hour, and... Uh, those grapes will then end up in a small little satellite tank. That satellite tank will hook onto a pulley uh, and that will hoist it up into the air and transport it into our fermenters. Uh, and our fermenters are designed that they can take uh, a specific vineyard's uh, production and we will then ferment all our vineyards separately. And to get the, the color and the flavor components out, we will use pump overs uh, that we actually draw down the juice and pump it over the skins or we use punch downs where you take sticks and, and, and physically punch the, the, the skins back into the juice to get those uh, extractions. And then normally we keep uh, wines for different vineyards separate for about 10 months. Uh, we age them separately, uh, trying to get the different components to see how they develop and then we decide uh, which wines will go into which blends and uh, blend them together and then another 10 months in barrel as a blend before we will do uh, bottling. Quite a process. <laughs> rather you than me. Um, which wines are you focusing on? Because that's the nice thing about Tilbach is that you all complement each other. There's not much competition between you. 
which is great. So what, what is your focus, which are your preferred wines? Well, I think the beauty of Tilbach, uh, there's two cultivars that, that will do exceptionally well year and year. It's Pinotaz and Shiraz. I've always loved Shiraz. Um, so from day one, our focus has been Shiraz. So as a valley, there's two cultivars that's doing exceptionally well. It's Pinotaz and Shiraz. And I've always been a Shiraz fanatic. So it's our focus cultivar from day one. 50% of all our vineyards are planted under Shiraz. It's a little bit difficult as a seller because a lot of those will ripen at the same time, but luckily we have the ability uh, to bring them in. And we've got the two farms that will ripen at different times, which also assist. The nice thing about focusing on a cultivar is that you have a lot of options to play with. You have a lot of style variations, a lot of flavor variations, uh, structure variations. And you can really select different vineyards to build wines of, of great complexity. Now, if you look at Sarensburg, probably 65% of all our wines will either be Shiraz as a single varietal or Shiraz in some form of blend. And uh, we would like to believe that we've got one of the most consistently awarded Shirazes in South Africa. We definitely have uh, uh, the full circle as our own style blend predominantly Shiraz, the most consistently awarded Rhone-style blend in South Africa. And then we have the Provenant Shiraz, a little bit more elegant, a little bit more subtle, more easier drinking, uh, a much more approachable style of Shiraz. Um, and then we do another Shiraz for a single varietal, uh, Shiraz for Woolworth, as well as a Rhone blend called SGM. So that's a uh Woolworths label that you buy with the Shiraz in it, is that yours? Uh, yeah, Life is Fine. It's called Life is Fine. Okay, that's the single varietal. my cupboard. <laughs> yeah, and then the SGM is the Shiraz Grenache and Mouvert blend. Oh, and also briefly, what is your background in terms of winemaking? Um, well, I grew up on a farm. Uh, I've always wanted to do farming. Um, and I think that's where my love of the grape came from. Um, and late in my school career, I realized there's actually something like a winemaker, which sounds very weird. How can you grow up on a grape farm and not understand that there's somebody like a winemaker? But maybe I, maybe I was living under a rock, who knows? But once that uh, dawned on me, it was just like it's, it's the best of both worlds. You can do farming, you can take that product uh, and actually make something from it. Uh, and yeah, it's... it's uh, it's almost uh, inevitable that I would have ended up, I think, as a winemaker, as a, as a career choice. And where did you start your career? Which uh, region? I started out in Stalamos. I was fortunate enough to be able to work under winemaker uh, Kevin Arnold uh, back at Tristan Frede. That's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And he was the most amazing mentor, um, which I really appreciate and taught me uh, a lot. Uh, then I did a, a, a few years stint at Avondale in Powell, uh, started up Avondale, and then the last 17 years here at Serensburg. Sure. So in 17 years you've obviously seen a lot of changes and probably changed a lot yourself as well. Yeah, I think subtle changes. Um, obviously uh, from an aging perspective maybe a little bit more, um, but from a winemaking perspective I think we're still trying to stay true to, to what we've started with. If we do introduce changes, it's very small, subtle changes year on year. And a lot of times the changes that you see maybe in wine style, it's more to do with vineyard age uh, and not necessarily uh, huge uh, or different practices that we practice in the cellar. 
I find the fact that they keep each block in its own fermenting tank incredible. I've always imagined grapes just being brought in by the tractor load and put into tanks. This orderly approach is so interesting, but I can tell you really labour-intensive. So after chatting to Devolt, we were treated to wine tasting. I was a bit confused when I was brought a wine and then told what I was having next. I asked if I couldn't choose my own wines. Oh no, was the reply. You're going to taste all eight. And let me tell you, they're not shy with the pouring either. So make sure you have a dedicated driver. Or, even better still, just stay over. Their MCC is lovely, crisp and bubbly, and really easy to drink. The earth in motion was light and fresh, and I really enjoyed it. But others in our party preferred the Sauvignon Blanc. I also loved the Vuillenier. So quite unusual for me to like two whites. The Reds had a mixed reaction amongst us as well, with my favourite being the Seismic. So as you can see, they have something for everyone. It's well worth the visit. Join us for our next podcast as we continue to explore the historic little town, Tilbach. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log on to www.9blockradio.co.za.